Hey everybody, it's Kaylee Chelios, and for this week's edition of Catching Up with Kaylee, I'm happy to be joined with Eddie Olchek. Eddie, thanks very much for joining us. You've been super busy, obviously, covering all these games. Uh, a huge game today for the Lightning, a critical game four, and it wasn't the prettiest game. They got off to a little bit of a rough start, but I think in large part due to the play of Vasilevsky and, and, and their bottom four, that line of Goudreau, Coleman, and Yanni Gord, they were able to get it done. Yeah, well, Kaylee, great to be with you. And, uh, you know, yeah, Vassy, uh, you know, especially early. Now, look, you go back to the start of that game, right? Like, you get the, the goal by Bjorkstrand, and then, you know, you go back and you challenge and you get it, and he's offside. And now, I don't want to say that was a determining, you know, outcome of the game, but certainly, okay, now, now we're back to even here. And I thought as the game went on, it seemed like to me that Tampa kind of was finding their game and, you know, much easier to be even or ahead than chasing the game. And, no, you're right. You mentioned that Yanni Gord line. I mean, they were they were terrific, really, right from the start of the game all the way through. And, uh, you know, I thought it was a team effort. I, I didn't think that, you know, maybe the last half of the game, even more so in the third period of, of game four, that, you know, the, the Blue Jackets didn't have a lot of sustained pressure. It was some one-and-dones. And when you're getting one-and-dones and you're facing a guy like Bassey, uh, you're going to probably have a pretty good night if you're the Tampa Bay Lightning. And then there was a shift I thought was maybe as impressive a shift I saw all game. You know, it was it was the point line where they just did a four-checking job, Kaylee, with about four and a half or five minutes left to go in a game where they kept the puck down in that Columbus zone, and they just were relentless. And I, if I'm Coop, if I'm John Cooper, I'm – I'm showing that um, that particular shift uh, to my entire team. Like, if, if you play that way, if we play this way, regardless of the score, we're going to win a lot of our games. So a lot of good things uh, today for the Lightning. And that, that, that shift really just sticks out to me after watching that game today. Yeah, and that line in particular, Columbus had done a great job of earlier in the game at just kind of taking away space. They were all over them, but – um, looking at that line of Goudreau, Coleman, and Gord, how much does the Lightning's bottom six, or just their depth, maybe separate them from their opponents coming into this year's playoffs? And I know you mentioned the top line, but when they have their offense going, which is one of their greatest strengths, how much of a difference maker is that? Well, it's very important. And if you're going to win, uh, you know, if you're going to win in these playoffs or any playoffs, regardless if it's the middle of May or the end of August, uh, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta get contributions uh, from everybody. And it is such an important part. And I think that, you know, lightning fans could certainly see kind of the, the, the ads, um, you know, whether it's a trade deadline or over the course of the summertime is look at, you know, getting a little bigger, getting a little deeper and taking some of the pressure off of, you know, the big guys up front. And if they're, you know, they, they can't be counted on to score every game. If they do score every game, you've got a pretty good chance. But that's not going to happen come playoff hockey. But scoring depth. But also, too, Kaylee, is, is the, ability, the ability to be able, and, and, and Coop certainly does that, is to be able to trust your, uh, you know, your role players to go out there and play against the other team's top guys or they, you know, can kill penalties or bring a little bit of a different dimension, like a guy like Pat Maroon, for example. I mean, he's a Stanley Cup winner. He's a big body. He could easily had a couple of goals today. He had a couple of great chances. I think one of those actually hit Corpusalo's, I think, the the, uh, the shaft of his stick there uh, when he was down and out. Um, but it's very important. Uh, it's proven. You can go back the last, you know, 25, 30 years and look at teams and go, yeah, there's probably a game or two in the playoffs that you get contributions from your third and fourth guys. And if you get goals from your third and fourth line, Kaylee, 
uh, there's a pretty good chance that you're going to win those hockey games because that's uh, I don't want to say it's house money, but uh, it, it's it's money well spent if you can cash in when those guys are putting a puck in the back of the net. I know a win is a win in the playoffs, but you know the Lightning I think would have liked to get off to a little bit stronger start. Was it something that Columbus you felt was doing in terms of? their relentlessness on the forecheck or the lightning, just some of the turnovers that Yanni Gord talked about during the intermission that they were yeah. in their own zone. Uh, I, I would say it was probably a combination. Um, I think they were, you know, I think desperation is probably the best word for Columbus to know and look at, you know, we, we, we want to get that first goal and everybody says you want to get the first goal. I mean, that's, that's just obvious. The numbers bear it out. If you can score the first goal, you got a pretty good chance of winning and playoff hockey, but I think that just, you know, they came out and they were skating. They were more desperate. And they got the goal. And all of a sudden, as I said a little bit earlier, like that changed some of the momentum. And I'm a big believer of momentum inside. And I think, Kaylee, what we're seeing, I mean, especially over the last handful of years come playoff hockey, is that when you have the momentum, the question is, is what do you do with it? Uh, are you able to put a, a crooked number on the board, so to speak, when, as far as scoring goals? Can you force the team to take some penalties? And then when it's on the other side, when you don't have it, everybody says, well, you got to get it back. Like when the other, like you feel when you, the other team has a momentum. Well, when they have it, everybody says, well, you got to get it back. Well, that is true, but something has to happen in order to get it back. So whether it's a big play, a penalty kill, a big hit, um, a big save, there's so many things that go into it. And then when you get it back on your side, what do you do with it? And, I, and we've seen these wide range of, uh, of uh, just emotions and just the, the, the swings in, in that uh, momentum in games that, you know, what do you do when you have it? And when you don't have it, can you weather the storm? And that's what it comes down to. And we've seen it in this series at times. And do you cash in when the, the opportunity presents itself? So that's why playoff hockey is the greatest around. I don't care if it's in March or if it's April or May or June or if it's in August, September and early October. It, it's, it's just the greatest. And uh, Hopefully, we'll continue to see uh, lots of that, uh, lots of that action. And look, the Lightning are in a driver's seat now. I mean, all the pressure is on Columbus, and you know, you don't want to give them any hope or any life. And you know, I mean, former Lightning coach John Tortorella will certainly be selling to them. Hey, all we need to worry about is you know, win one period and then give ourselves a chance. And then, you know, all the pressure is on the Lightning. You know, we beat them last year and whatever. So they're. But for the Lightning, look at you, you just keep the same mindset, keep playing the way you are, and you know you're going to get consistency and goal. And uh, it's great to see Victor Hedman back too, Kaylee. I just wanted to add that. Uh, obviously, it was pretty scary when he got hurt there uh, in the round robin uh, for the Bolts. But to see him back there, and you know, we know he's not 100%, but this guy is uh, as good as it gets. And it's uh, I think it sends a message up and down inside that dressing room that this guy's out there performing like he is. And uh, it's uh, it's pretty impressive from a – from an old broken down hockey player way back in the day. <laughs> yeah, Victor Hedman is an elite player, and we hope to see Ryan McDonough. You know, he returned for the next shift after taking that puck to the head um, earlier in that game. But it looked like all things were good. Eddie, thank you so much for your insight. As always, is excellent, and uh, good luck moving forward. We're excited to watch you on NBC. Okay, Kaylee, thanks, and uh, congratulations on a new addition to the uh, to the family. So way to go. Thank you. Congratulations to you too. You and my dad are both grandfathers now this summer. <laughs> yeah, for the, for the first time. So all that knows, as I tell people all the time, is uh, when I was a young boy growing up in Chicago, uh, there was this uh, older young fella by the name of Chris Jellios that was going to be the, the next big thing. And yes, he was. There's no doubt. I've said this before. Your dad's the greatest American-born hockey player ever. And uh, 
as I always tease him every once in a while that I used to watch him when I was a little kid when he was at Mount Carmel High School. So, uh, <laughs> yes, we're both grandfathers now for the first time, and it's uh, kind of hard to believe. So uh, it's yeah. uh, very cool. So congratulations, and we'll look forward to seeing you soon. Absolutely. We have to get you guys both behind the bench for uh, your granddaughters. you got to coach the girls. <laughs> <Pink wings>. well, <laughs> I, will, I will be ready. I will be ready for that. Awesome. Thanks, Eddie. Thanks so much. Take, Take care. care. See you.